This episode of Sessionable is brought to you by Dave's Travel and Events Group, voted Best Tour and Transport Operator in the New South Wales Tourism Awards. If you want to know why they're award-winning, why not check out one of their great beer experiences, like their Highlander Tour, which takes you on a food and beer adventure of the Southern Highlands. This full-day tour showcases some of the quality beer, wine, mead, and cider being made in the region today, and also includes a lunch featuring fresh local produce. Tours leave from Sydney, Canberra, or Goulburn, and there's also a budget option for pickup in the Highlands itself. To book your tour today, visit daves.com.au. Sessionable. Alrighty, welcome to Sessionable. Um, we're recording up here on the the rooftop of the Tap House it's today. Quite nice night or afternoon? Well, it's, yeah, it? yeah, it's, it's yeah, a bit it's... a bit overcast, but it's uh, not too warm. You know, it's a right. magical time of year where you can wear shorts and shirts and still not be like sweaty. Yeah, it's yeah, like... exactly. <laughs> it's a, it's a good time. And um, we're joined today um, by Tom Delmont from Fixation. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, hey guys, thanks so much for having me. Cheers, mate. That's uh, good to have you in town. You've been spending a bit of time in Sydney, I see. I have, yeah. I have. I, in between stints to go home and see the family, I've <laughs> been up here a bit. The guys have kept me busy. We had a nice little lunch the other day. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then uh, tonight, Ale Stars. So, yep. yeah, a bit of time yeah, on the road with the, the Square Keg guys as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, um, for those uh, listeners who haven't heard of Fixation, which I'm, I'm sure there aren't many, um, but what, what, what do you do at Fixation? What's the... Uh, my official title is Managing Partner, but I think that just means the only employee for the first two years <laughs> and, uh, and do everything. Um, no, it's good. We're really busy. Um, yes, I'm a part owner in the business and have been doing everything from social media, marketing, new product development, um, overseeing production volumes um, and where we have our beer and how much of it and um, where we um, store it. Uh, helping sales as well, so obviously long history in Melbourne, um, yeah. so helping to drive sales down there in particular, but also then get on the road and support the guys outside of Melbourne. Um, what else do we do? I order everything, T-shirts, post out the merch, um, although my wife would say she does all of that, which she does, so thank <laughs> you. Uh, but yeah, pretty much doing everything at the moment apart from making all the beer, which we obviously have production guys yeah. that help with that um, up north. And um, fixation as a as a brewery, um, you guys are pretty fixated. You know, obviously, like that's that's in the, it's in the name. Uh, you guys do IPAs, right? That's your hop forward beers. Yeah, we're uh, we're obsessed. You said it. Um, yeah, I guess uh, it's a style of beer that we love, and um, we've all you know been kicking around the craft beer world. F- all of us involved for at least 10 plus years each and I guess we knew that everyone that was starting you know has a everything from maybe a lager or pale ale gold nail through to a stout and that meant that often the you know the fifth beer maybe the IPA is not the focus of the business Uh, it's not always the volume beer and if we did it right and focused on our beloved juicy IPA we could um, perhaps just let it um, shine and not really worry about any other beers, especially for the first 18 months or so. So I think um, the strategy sort of worked, you know, so far it's been really well received. We, we started with one tank and keg only for the first six months and just gently um, rolled out the uh, beer. Um, pretty tricky launching just before Christmas in 2015, but thank, thankfully had some great pubs say, yep, we're going to give it a go um, and, and, and kind of try and be that, that one, I guess, main IPA in some venues and then in other venues obviously you join that sort of IPA rotation or whatever but um 
but yeah, it's been uh, it's been a good thing to focus on because then we could keep racking kegs weekly. Uh, once we got up to that sort of production level, um, and um, and just keep it turning over. So transport cold, store cold, and then um, yeah, make sure punters get a great beer in as good a nick as as we can get it to them. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half years almost, man. That's I know, it's gone quick. fast, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's, it's crazy, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if I've uh, yeah, realised how quick it's gone, but yeah, when you're that busy you don't really uh, have time. So hopefully I'll be able to uh, yeah, sort of uh, appreciate what we're what we're actually doing yeah. and building and I really having a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to have our little home uh, <laughs> yeah. as well. Um I think one of the things you talked about which was which I think is really awesome is that um, moving stock really fast that focus on freshness looking after the beer as best as can and have you found that being a bit of a struggle because it's you know as australia is slowly moving but it's still you know where you know bottle shops particularly are based on storing wine so we buy things by the pallet we sit on it and the education around getting people to look after beer is still a challenge um yeah and I think you guys are really leading the charge to some degree. It's not by yourself. There are other people doing it. But yeah. starting off as a, this is just what we do. Um, yeah. How hard has that been? Yeah, really bloody <laughs> hard. Um, it is really challenging. You're exactly right. Um, the system or the retail uh, liquor system in Australia seems to have been built on um, beer as just being something you can store on the floor in big piles. Yeah. And it uh, doesn't matter if it's even near the front window sometimes, just uh, you know, ship it out by the box and ambient temperatures in the middle of summer. And yeah. as we all know, uh, for our part of the beer world with um, tasty beers, that's not the best treatment for them. Yeah. So, so we, you know, we started with a three-month best before date and a very small uh, production run when we did package the beer. I think the first day was 12 hours and we got 170 cases out of a very angry bottling line that day. <laughs> um, but I think, um, and the keg um, piece, we started with 45-day best before dates. It's only once you start sort of going further afield that it becomes really challenging, especially if yeah. you start sending beer to WA or yeah. mm. South Oz or um, Tassie. So um, so we tweaked things a little bit. We were still trying to um, just make enough beer for for uh, package-wise for that cycle, which is a three- or four-week cycle. And then for kegs, like I said, the weekly racking of yeah. um, most of our IPA kegs, which, you know, unless we get caught out, we try and stick to that. And, and it kind of works well. It does mean on occasion um, you have to um, work with people and go, yeah, I know it's it's only got a you know couple of weeks left on the uh, best before date on the keg, yeah. but it's still um, probably fresher than most of the IPAs that you know most people yeah. have had, especially yeah. when a lot of it was being imported and um, yeah, you know, and you're looking at uh, stuff that was six months old before it got on the shelves. So yeah, um, so yeah, it has been an educational process, and thankfully there are other guys that I'd probably say hats off to Feral that yep. you know were doing yeah. it and driving that uh, that angle for quite a while uh, with the Hop Hog cold from yeah from well. WA yeah, you know, even. Um, you know, having cold storage in Sydney, one of the first ones that I know had cold storage yeah. in Sydney and had, you know, and like a fresh hop hog is a glorious thing. It's I don't all, care what you say, that beer is amazing when it's fresh. Yeah, like, to, to quote an old uh, video that I was a terrible actor in oh, um, awesome. the yeah, shit, yeah. shit beer geek, David, yeah. yeah. hop hog is awesome. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, uh, what are we drinking right now as well? We've got uh, one of your beers. I'll um, tell you what, it's my first beer today and it's tasting bloody hoppy for our session <laughs> IPA. Um, so Obsession, because uh, we're obsessed with hops and uh, we thought no one's used that name um, 
so session let's, beer. Yeah, well. let's yeah. grab that. It's a good, um, yeah, it's a good and then people like, and then people say four point six percent is your light mid. You know, yeah. like it's all comparative session. there. And right? I'm like, like, I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's as light as we need to go at the moment. But um, but yeah, so it's a four point six percent hoppy ale. Uh, we do a big dry hop with Simcoe and Mosaic and a bit of Galaxy. Uh, pretty simple malt bill. Um, keep it kind of nice and clean and crisp. But it's it's yeah, pretty intensely hoppy um, for yeah. for uh, I guess our entry six pack sort of beer for us. Um, but yeah, it's it's early days for um, for this product. We've just uh, launched it a couple of months ago and, and just getting it out there now. So um, hopefully people love it. It's um, yeah, it's going well so far. Yeah. It's tasting pretty bloody good. Yeah, it's my first beer of the day. And it's tasting fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's not my first, but it is. It is tasting all, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes think some of the lighter beers are even like you can really amp up the hops and, mm. and well, then that the malt, bigger. Yeah, the malt like chilling down the malt makes those hops just bounce yeah, out so much jump, more, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, tasting great. The obsession session IPA from us. Um, so I guess like one of the things we were, we I want to talk about is the fact that you guys got some pretty big plans and some pretty big projects coming up, making Melbourne a home, uh, probably more so in a way. Um, so yeah. as what are you what are you doing and how's that going? Uh, so we've been um, brewing all our beer. Um, you know, out of our mates' breweries that helped us get started, which is up in the uh, Stone and Wood original brewery in Byron, and also uh, to some extent Merbar, Mwollumbar as well, and. Um, the plan was always to have our own uh, brewery and tasting room. Um, you just sometimes you have to, you know, sell a few kegs and and uh, and get yeah. you know, save up a, a few bob to to get that happening. And also, we wanted to um, yeah get some great beer out there. But this was always sort of the next stage. So I was looking around for about twelve months for a site. It was um, always going to be in in Melbourne. We never really thought it would be anywhere else um most of our beer uh, heads down to melbourne at the moment yep. a bit to sydney and a bit to brizzy but mostly to melbourne and um and then we we sort of looked everywhere and um and i was looking around um and just trying to find the right site as the guys in sydney are finding out some councils are easy to work with yeah. than others and hopefully now a lot of councils have been through this process with small brewers um opening up but uh, we found a great little site in Collingwood, um, down the northern end um, of Smith Street towards mm-hmm. the Gasometer Hotel, and um, and yeah, we've uh, been fitting that out for the last six months, um, working away to turn it what was essentially a squatters sort of warehouse covered in <laughs> graffiti inside uh, and out. Um, to I think a, I said something else before you said graffiti. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, probably squatters, was. Uh, we, yeah. we didn't run the UV light over it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we uh, have been sort of mad. It's still really ugly on the outside, which we kind of like, um, but we'll clean that up eventually. And um, <laughs> yeah, we've got all the gear in. We haven't commissioned the brew house, yeah. but we've built um, yeah a lot of the bar, the uh, bathrooms, the cool room, um, and just been sort of getting prepared to make some beer. When are you looking at commissioning it? What's the so we've got all the gear in the building, and I think we're going to be working for. a at least a month to get it commissioned. Yep. So the um, chiller has arrived, which is a second-hand chiller we've got, and we've got a boiler that we're waiting on. Um, so that's coming in a couple of weeks. And because yep. we are using a um, steam-driven brew house, we do have to get all of those services. Uh, trade waste as well has to be plumbing, so you can't just obviously dump the yep. uh, wastewater down the drain in, in a Melbourne. So uh, all of that 
has plumbing and floor works has been done and that's been a big part of the first few months and then um and then now we're just about it's just about to start plugging it all together and hooking yeah. up lots of pipes and uh running lines behind the cool rooms and all that sort of bulk co2 you know the list goes all on the and magical on. stuff that you don't think about when you think about you got to open a yeah we go yeah that's a nice of... little warehouse <laughs> uh, we don't even have gas yet yeah. <laughs> yeah we actually we don't have gas connected yeah. yet that was yeah. a four month process which we knew but we started that in December and still uh, yeah. haven't cut up the road to put the gas meter in yet but it's coming I think <laughs> um, how did you find finding a site because I'd imagine you you're not the only one in Melbourne trying to find a site to put a Facility at this stage. Yeah, I guess um, uh, we had sort of a rough idea of what size we were looking for, given it was a fairly small brew house and um, cellar operation. But um, some of the sites were too tight. Some have been hard. Would would have been hard with access. Um, and yeah, there's probably a lot of people looking. Uh, I don't know how many are looking for you know brewery type yeah. sites. But the main challenge in you know Melbourne is uh, to find a warehouse that people don't want to turn into a six-story apartment building. Yeah. Um, well, so, yeah people have the same issues. Same thing in Sydney. Yeah. yeah. So you go, Brewers yeah, you can have a lease. now struggling with it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you can have a lease, but you've got two or three years, and um, and that yeah. just won't cut it when you're putting in all of this kind of work into a building. So you pipe all your glycol and all that stuff. You, yeah. You, you cut, can't rip it out after two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, we're cutting concrete, yeah. laying, uh, epoxy flooring and stuff like that. So you need to know you can get a decent lease. Um, so, yeah, we uh, yeah it was, a, it was a long process. I probably looked at at least at least uh, two dozen properties, I'd sure, say, yeah. um, physical inspections, and I was pretty keen on one in Footscray, um, but yeah, it just didn't pan out, it was a bit small, a bit tight, so yeah, found a really good one in Collingwood, which also is kind of cool, it's going to be a bit of a home for uh, brewing in the inner north, Yeah. Um, yeah. so we'll be... Uh, I think the fourth brewery in Collingwood. Having right. neighbours is always good. Yeah, yeah, we can share some hops. Yeah, and, yeah exactly you know, right. Yeah. I've got a mate around the corner. He he borrows the other guys around the corner's uh, keg cleaning gear, so he takes his <laughs> empties down. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we can we can all work together. Yeah. Uh, we've got an amazing mill um, that's, you know, like way better than I ever imagined that are, arrived from uh, Canada that we uh, ordered and we didn't know until it arrived. So, um, so yeah. We uh, we will let it, you know the other guys come and mill their grain, yeah. you know, because my mate's on a home brew mill, yeah. you know. So yeah. Yeah. share share the love, yeah, absolutely. Work together, yeah. Um, so you've got the the brewery coming up, uh, hopefully in the next couple of months. Yep. Um, you guys have a pretty steady core range yep. um, of the obsession, um, the fixation, the um, squish as well. Yep. Um, missing one is that it? And the and the fix right? Yeah. The so fix core. I guess the only core beers are Obsession and the IPA. Yeah. The original and then the Squish and the Double. We sort of will pulse in and out a bit. So uh, Squish we sort of pack every quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we work with the portable canning line guys at East Coast, and then the uh, the doubles probably you know maybe a once a year proposition where we don't do a hell of a lot but it um you know it tastes great and it pulls through and and hopefully people get it when it's pretty uh, pretty fresh, fresh and tasting yeah. good nick yeah so they, there's only really the two core beers at this yeah. stage so pretty pretty simple um and um 
obviously not the not the main priority. But um, you got any anything cool in your in your head? Anything cool you you're, you're looking at doing down the line? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna add a whole lot of uh, flour and hop extract and no, yeah. no, <laughs> make a hazy. No, no. I mean, once we got the uh, the brewery open down in Collingwood, um, we've been working on a, a list of sort of beers to start um, working on and, and brewing. So we're sort of planning on having everything fairly hop driven obviously but starting probably from around that four percent range up to yeah. um once a year we're, we're hoping to do sort of the big uh, imperial mm-hmm. um which will hopefully top sort of that 10 percent range um and and then in, in and amongst all of that we'd like to do some rye ipas yeah uh, some Yum. you know some red ipas and and also we'll definitely um play around um, with some yeast in suspension in some of those yeah, beers yeah, as yeah. well, and, it's a very and be nice able, way of putting yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> be able to serve some you know haze craze beers that yeah. we can control how they're served and make sure people get them in good uh, fresh condition, and um, we have some serving tanks so we can transfer nice. and serve out of the um, yeah. the yeah, bright awesome. bright serving tanks. Yeah. There's four of those. So, um, so yeah, we don't have to rack everything into kegs. Uh, yeah. we, we won't do any packaging there, but, but yeah. And then, and then we thought we even might do something around that sort of four uh, percent range um, for the people that might be driving or yep. need a pint that um, getting on their yeah. bike to go to the next brewery. Yeah, that's yep. right. Yeah. 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 Um, so, will there be sort of stuff that's just available at? The tap out, tap room. Yeah, um, yeah. Like most of the beers will be yeah. brewed for there. As uh, awesome. Uh, it's, um, I should should be telling you guys the name. So it's called the Fixation Incubator. And oh, cool. So the incubator is where we'll be working on new ideas, and then if we you know, hit a home run with something we really love, we'll probably brew maybe a um, a double brew um, in the biggest brewery, and get uh, maybe eighty kegs out or mm-hmm. seventy kegs out of something that we really like. So yeah. probably wouldn't go straight to packaging something, but you might might be able to then do some kegs, cool. seed it out a bit further, or um, or for events, say we have a, a cool event, you know, here at the tap house, we can. Um, um, maybe bring up some special uh, tasting room brewery kegs yeah. um, for an event like that to support our, you know, our main beers. Cool. Yeah, yeah awesome. Yeah. Bit of fun. Yeah. Must be it's a stressful but exciting time, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think having a, um, a tasting room brewery, a brew pub, whatever you want to call it, yeah. has been, you know, a long-term dream of uh, mine. And, mm. um, and you know, back in the Mountain Goat days, we were sort of, you know, been there so long. It's like, oh, what's the next stage? I was thinking, oh, I'd love to do a brew pub and was working with a couple of other guys planning away in the, the background. And um, so, yeah, it's sort of a, a bit of a lifelong, you know, ambition to have a home where we can make our own beers. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, we might... Um We'll take a quick break yeah, and grab another beer. Another beer, because yeah. I'm thirsty. Sessionable. Hey, everyone. It's Adrian here, letting you know that Sessionable is coming back to the Victorian high country this June for the Darker Days Festival. So last year was pretty awesome, and this year it's set to be even bigger and better. Bright Brewery are building from the success of the inaugural festival and promise to bring you more of everything for Darker Days 2. More dark beards, more food, more banter, more fire. And Dave's Travel and Events Group have upped the game to put together a huge three-day tour with buses leaving from Sydney and Canberra. Not only will you get transport down to Bright and VIP access to the festival, but Dave's will also sort out your accommodation for both nights, treat you to a brewer's dinner on the Friday, and take you on a grand tour of the High Country Brewery Trail. And that's just some of what's included in this great package. It's going to be epic! 
I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope to see you all there. Seats are limited, so secure your spot now at daves.com.au. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, we got a new beer in, in our hands. We do. Yeah. yeah. Um, Adulterated squish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been I've been calling it um, squishier squish. That's that. That's, <laughs> yeah. Squishier squish. It's good. Um, so this is uh, the aforementioned squish, the citrus IPA you do. Yeah, yeah. We love it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got in this morning and cut up some... Uh, some grapefruits and whacked them in our in our Randall and awesome yeah so it's a pretty intense uh, yeah that, that, amp the, up the on nose the, on it especially yeah it's so yeah. good um, so what are, red grapefruit and I've got I've got both I've got like a, a pretty much a full ruby red grapefruit and a full yellow grapefruit in there um, wow. with the the rind and the flesh. Um, Oh, yeah. I really like it. Yeah, um, I love it. I, I guess we kind of walk a bit of a balancing act on on squish with being still a, at the end of the day a, a hoppy beer mm-hmm. with um, you know white grapefruit and blood orange um, added post ferment, which you know really uh, works well with the hops. We try and make a really clean, sort yep. of pretty sharp, crisp base, and and then um, and also you know lots of American hops in there as well. So when I'm describing to people, it's still a beer. Um, and this definitely takes it to a new level yep. of uh, grapefruitiness. Grape yeah. <laughs> what I really like about it is, like you know, like when I was, especially when I was in the states last year, like everyone's doing some fruited IPAs, but they all just ended up tasting like soft drinks. Like mm. oh, a lot right. of them just taste like Fanta. Like it's a really artificial, artificial fruit. Oh really? But what I really like about this is like the nose is like, oh, that's really fruity, but it tastes like real fruit and. Mm. It's almost like is there a lot of like the skins of the grapefruit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I, you get that I, yeah. sort of um, a lot of rind and a lot of that peel. rind yeah. slightly bitterness, which accentuates the hops. as yeah, well. Yeah, some uh, beer people call it the pithiness of the yeah, uh, citrus. Yeah. Um, I, kept, I, I kept a bunch of the pith on there, and I, oh, you know, I, yeah, I love yeah. it. It's great. Um, That's really really uh, drinkable. Yeah, pretty, pretty <laughs> I think Squish um, helped us as well get that. You know, the, um, some of the trophies down in Adelaide last year for the CBA because it was just yeah, it just hits that sweet spot between. Still being an IPA, but um, but just with the fruit to yeah. accentuate the hops, yeah. Uh, but especially like a lot of those New World hops have a bunch of like grapefruit, yeah, character anyway, like grapefruit, yeah. citrus, blood orange. A lady, yeah. uh, we we uh, were at a pub yesterday, and a lady said, "Is there mango in this beer? And is there grapefruit in this beer? And you know, everyone's chiming yeah. in with different fruits, and and that's what we're getting out of the hops, and that's why that's why we're you know using such uh, beautiful." Um, uh, hops and yeah. and uh, and yeah, just to amp it up a little bit more works yeah, well. Works well. I know it does. Um, yeah, I'm excited to to show this off tonight as well. To to all the. I think people yeah. are going to love it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't see that that keg lasting too long. Yeah. Awesome. How <laughs> um, often do you change? So, Randall, do you go three days or? Um. Yeah. Look, it's. I'm. I can. Uh. To be honest, this is the first time I've used it since I've come back to the yep. tap house. Yep. Um. I'm pretty. Uh, pretty conservative with it. I don't want to use it unless it's something like this where we've yeah. completely talked to the brewery and, and you guys know what we're putting in it, know it, you're fine with it. It's 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 a whole sort of collab thing. Yeah. Um, I don't How wanna... would you feel if someone randomised what is your views without talking to you about uh, it? I, I, that's a good question. I tend to think that um, the beer leaves the brewery you know, as it's intended and yeah. probably as good as it's going to get. Um, and I know Jade at the Weedy loves to play around with the yeah. Randall and the Tap House guys in Vic as well. Um, it's And, you know, it came from uh, the Wigan Pen. And I was when I was at Mountain Goat, we put in one based on the Wigan Pen model with Richard Watkins. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and they, you know, the brewery could play around with their own beers. It wasn't a drama. But I guess, uh, to be honest, I'd probably prefer... Your approach, Tom, where you yeah. have a chat to someone and go, "What do you think we should do?" Which you guys did. Thank you, and uh, and and then um, yeah, just get that um, approval to yeah. go. Yeah, let's play around. 
have a bit of fun. But of um, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think doing it, um, you know, playing around with weird ingredients on a beer that might not work together, um, you know, can it, it can upset the brew some brewers? I'd say yeah, probably well, some brewers would be like, I made it this way, I want it to be this way. I mean, there is a good playful element of it. But I remember Tom and I were talking about it before you came yeah. back here, and we we're like. It's like, what would you do? I was like, I would always ask them first because if they really wanted it to taste like the way they could make it taste that way, but <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. there's a good fun experiment you can have and accentuate elements yeah. Yeah. Beer, which I think this does really well, but yeah. Yeah, and I think, that, yeah, I, I would, you know, if I came in and go, Squish has now got, I don't know, coffee, um, I'd be like, wow, man, you know, we did a coffee IPA, but that was not... That's not, that was not the most. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's about like at the end of the day, uh, I'm, I'm selling the beer with. It's got your your brand on it, your name on it. And, like, yeah. If I'm fucking around with it, re- reflects poorly on your brand, and that's not fair. Yeah, I like, think that's the right approach, yeah. uh, and you'll get a lot more respect from the, the beer community if you. Yeah. yeah just yeah, just run exactly. it past them. Yeah, you know, and and um, I've got some cool stuff like going down the line, some cool stuff lined up for it, all with the breweries, and like I think y- you could still keep that playfulness and that that having fun. It's yeah, just, it's just yeah. more people having fun. I know? think um, yeah. some guys run out of ideas as well, so yeah, they start to and just, just throw putting, random. Um, I've been, I literally have been there. Um, <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite ones was like a a post Gabs beer, and no offense to anyone, but it was a St. Peter's Brewery did a beer, and the whole idea was like an IPA, but he used parts of a pine tree to replicate hops. Wow. So it was an unhopped beer that was meant to be like an IPA. Great idea. Kind of worked, kind of didn't, but then you go to a venue and it's randomized to a bunch of dry hops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 He'd, yeah, he'd probably just turn around and go, why do I bother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you guys going to come and visit us down in Melbourne? Oh, absolutely. Mate, yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We'll make sure we'll have some uh, tanks ready to go yeah. uh, when you come down. We're going to do a little trade uh, trade thing as well. So, um, yeah, we're hopefully, um, hopefully by July. You know, we keep saying June, maybe July, but we'll, um, yeah, hopefully be pouring beers and have the doors open sometime yeah, in July. It's exciting. So, yeah. yeah, about two two months or so. Awesome. Cool. Well, um, we might wrap it up because you have an event to go to. I have an event to set up. You as have an well, event yeah. to set up. That's I've got um, another event to go to. Um, yeah, I've got a grapefruit IPA to drink. You're, you're, you're set for days. <laughs> yeah. But um, anything else you wanted to add? I just want to say it's just ever since the Delmont IPA from Mountain Goat Days, it's like. That guy likes yeah, yeah. <laughs> That guy's a clown. Um, yeah, well, I, you backed it up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, really, you know, it was. Oh, I just think it's a great industry to be a part of. I was privileged to be at GOAT for eight years and yeah. learn from um, Cam and Dave and the gang. Um, a lot of the guys have gone on, you know, Jane's gone and started a brewery and Dave Edney's selling hops and, and you know. You've got um, Wags. Wags is yeah. at Moondog. Yeah. yeah, getting Moondog, like, all over the place. Yeah. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, it's it's. And Beer Deluxe, you know, you think back to the days of Beer Deluxe. When, when I first went to Beer Deluxe in Melbourne, there were three beers on tap. Shit. And it was James Squire Golden, Bogues Draft and Hoogarden. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, those guys that all worked there are now yeah. Brooklyn Brand Ambassador, yeah. head yeah. of Good Beer Week, you yeah, know, head yeah, of yeah. Beer Varna in New Zealand, all these people that have come through the um, the good you know, early days of craft brewing in Australia. So I think, um, yeah, just... Uh, 
hopefully Fixation Brewing's got a you know long and happy independent yeah, future hopefully. and making good beers and um, being a supportive part of the you know, beer community. Awesome, um, thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, now, as always, to wrap up, we um, have our recommendations round. Um, uh, we did warn you at the the start of recording, so we, you which know, is good because we normally forget to. Do yeah, that. sometimes <laughs> and, and we just we just <laughs> bring it on them like um, <laughs> as it happens. But um, uh, I guess we'll start with uh, beer. Let's do beer. Beer's easy. Cool. Do you want to go first? All right, I actually have one this time. Okay, cool, because I've got to um, have to rack my brain for a sec. Yeah, so um, for some reason I've decided that I need to study and do more beer studies again. So yeah, I'm yeah, actually yeah, cool. studying to do my BJCP at the moment. Um, and uh, so, um, which is, I love doing that. Same thing when I was doing my Cicero, because you go back and drink styles of beer that you would never normally get and really enjoy. And so I was studying for English ales, and I bought, um, you can now get London Pride in cans, and they do a quick dose of nitro in the can and it's probably the closest thing I've had to a hand pump real ale wow. in package form. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. So I know I got them from Bucket Boys, so I'm sure other people will have them as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, you, if you're into English ales or you just want to try a good tasting English ale because it's, you know, having lived in the UK and worked at a pub in the UK for like a year and a half, like that's how I got into real ales and it's all, you know, English ales and it's really hard to to have them out of a bottle because it's never the same thing, no. right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was yeah. fucking really good, fresh-tasting London Pride. Awesome. Really Sounds great. Yeah. Um, beer-wise, for yeah. me, um, I would say la- Monday night, Justin and I were enjoying some Wildflower. Was it the golden number? What number num- is he up to these days? Eight or nine or something? Oh, it would have been Five? eight or nine. Was it eight? Yeah. Was it eight? Um, but it was just delicious, and I had to go back for about three more. Um, so that was fantastic. And obviously, we don't see a lot of wildflower beers in Melbourne, um, so you're lucky uh, up here to, all just be able to enjoy fast. those. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's great. We and, don't see a whole lot of it up here in, in Sydney. Yeah. And, uh, and the other one I'd say, and I, you know, this was the original one I was going to say, is just I love a four-pack of the big cans of Cucumber Hippie at the moment. Oh, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Um, mine is um, uh, Sailor's Grave beer. Um, it's their lemon meringue um, cream sour ale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, sort of like the follow-up from their... The Cowper's beer? Pardon? Is it like the follow-up? To oh, I think it's a bit of follow-up from that and their Pavlova. Yeah, the yeah. Pavlova, yeah. Oh, of course. Um, so yeah, they're yeah, yeah. doing another sort of... Uh, uh, tasty dessert meringue sort of beer yeah. and um uh, and it just it's spot on like it's it's really tasty so yeah he's nice such a great uh, flavor smith he, yeah he really is was it Chris yeah. I think but um, yeah. yeah nice guy I met him at Gabs last year so him and his wife I forget both yeah. their names but they're top, top yeah. um, well we've had Chris yeah. on the podcast so. I see him driving I, uh, yeah. I see him driving into Melbourne four hours from Melbourne yeah. you know, with his Ute yeah. delivering kegs and uh, yeah just yeah seems like a top top guy. Awesome, awesome. Um, you got a non-beer, Liam? Oh, if you go first, I'll probably pull one out of somewhere. I can, I can go first. Um, yeah. So uh, with, um, uh, I've, I've been going back and watching all the Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. So doesn't surprise me. No, one bit. well, because <laughs> Infinity War's coming out. I'm a massive nerd. Like yeah. it's, it's, um, it's been fun. Um, and uh, I, you know, went through and I'm watching them all in order, and I watched all like the first films, and then I watched um, the first Avengers movie, and I just fucking had the biggest smile on my face the whole time. Like it was so good. I, I recommend doing a whole rewatch, but also just just Avengers. Like, yeah, cool. I honestly don't think there will ever be a movie like it, and I don't think there has ever, have, ever has been one like it. I think it's pretty singular in film history. And I, I, yeah. I've been, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've been struggling to find a book to read for ages. And I've been like, I just want to, I've, you know, just want to get my hands. I feel like I haven't read a book that's not been about beer for about a year and a half. <laughs> so it's like, 
I've been like I've been reading Prost, which is like a beer book, but that's not yeah. my recommendation. I was like, I just want to read something. So I was at a mate's place the day. I was like, have you got any books that I can borrow? He's like, oh, we got a heap of comic books, and so I started reading this comic series. I guess you could call it called Trans Metropolitan. Oh, it's so good. Which is kind of like it's imagine like it's pretty much Hunter S. Thompson as a writer, but based in the future. What's his name? Spider... Spider Jerusalem? Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. So the, the dude is... It's it's literally just Hunter S. Thompson. So imagine Fear and Loathing, but in a comic book form based in the future. Yeah. Sounds awesome. It, yeah. it is. It's, yeah, it's, uh, pretty, it's pretty wild, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, why, that's a really good series. So yeah. I still haven't read a book yet, because I'm reading comics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's a graphic novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the comic book uh, beer event we were seeing the other day? There's the... Um, the, the five gems or six gems oh the pump oh, outs they're uh, doing the yeah. bounty hunter yeah, yeah. So yeah. I thought that would yeah. that would flow in nicely to all the different yeah. uh, stones yeah. and everyone making a different coloured beer yeah. bounty um, hunter do some sick events they did yeah. Mario Kart industry Mario Kart competition at the pump house, yeah. And Tom and I were representing Beer Week, and we lost to Moondog. But we got, oh, we got yeah. in the we final, got all the way to the final, though. We're still pretty, pretty proud of that. And like, it was, uh, it was, a, you had to play '64 version Rainbow Road. Oh, yeah, see, that I was think the I final. Had a seizure. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Rainbow Road. Mate, I, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that Moondog won. That. No, no, that's what shoots me. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'd have a recommendation. It'll be the Press Club um, latest album or first album ever, and they're from Brunswick in Melbourne, and they're. Yeah, sound awesome, and I think they're going to be a massive band. So the Press Club, I think it's called Suburbia, the yeah, album, okay. but, yeah, yeah. but Sweet. Press Club, new album. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, thanks for joining us, Tom. Ah, thanks so much for having yeah. us, guys, and yeah. all you do for good beer in Sydney. And, yeah, yeah Mate, can't wait straight for... back at you. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> good event tonight. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Enjoy. Cheers.